a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources, the extended edition for a Monday. Hope you are off to a rip-roaring start to your week. We have been here on this program. Uh, got off to a real fast start. A lot of news happening over the weekend. We started talking about Hong Kong and the uh, peaceful, amazingly peaceful demonstrations that took uh, place over the weekend in Hong Kong, uh, well over a million. Some people said as many as 1.7 million uh, people. And if you haven't watched the uh, time-lapse video uh, of that demonstration, they, they've really used this theme of water uh, as the way they're trying to influence uh, the future of Hong Kong and uh, fighting against, in a peaceful way, uh, mainland China. And if you watch the time lapse, it really it looks like water. It's amazing how a million plus people flow into and out of a city as they march along. Uh, so some really fascinating things there. That's going to be a uh, a point that we're going to follow throughout the week this week, uh, as the, as that will continue to be a challenge. Also, and uh, I am sure Jeff Kaplan and company will uh, weigh in on this as they go through the afternoon. Uh, Representatives uh, Omar and Talib just had a press conference about Israel not allowing them into the country. And uh, that's going to set off a uh, host of discussion and debate around what is right and proper there. Uh, how did the president influence that uh, process? Was it his tweet that uh, caused uh, the prime minister Netanyahu to exclude the two congresswomen from entering? Or was it the words and the actions of the two representatives against Israel uh, in terms of uh, their protests against the state of Israel. Uh, is that what's keeping them out of the country? So there's a lot of debate to be had there. Uh, so continue to watch that and listen to that here on KSL News Radio throughout the afternoon and into tomorrow. That one will continue on. Uh, we had Spencer Cox join us uh, today, Lieutenant Governor, who was the first in for the governor's race. And he is trying to approach his campaign from more of a service project approach as opposed to the traditional political rallies, so trying to do things in communities and have a different kind of conversation with the people of the state of Utah. Mitt Romney joined us in studio today, and uh, the senator is uh, racing around. He's got, he's got five or six town halls coming up this week. Uh, we'll be out in uh, the basin and uh, join the uh, Deseret News editorial board today for a conversation uh, about the future of conservatism and his role back in Washington, D.C., uh, we had a great chat around this idea of taking that long view and how challenging that is, especially in a 24-7 news cycle kind of world that wants instant analysis, wants instant certainty, wants instant solutions to a host of problems that we really need to, to look at from just a slightly longer view in order to make the best possible decisions. Luz Escamilla joined us as well, uh, coming off of her qualifying to be on the ballot in November. So we have an all-female mayor's race for the very first time in the state of Utah. I think it's significant that we're doing that. So it celebrated yesterday uh, the uh, right to vote 
and uh, it's been 99 years, and so it'll be a big celebration next year on the two, on the 100th anniversary. Uh, so we'll continue to, to track that as well. Jenny Howe weighed in with some great tips and strategies for us in terms of identifying the stressors, things that are going on in the lives of our young people, especially as they go back to school, and then some strategies for making and helping our children to become more resilient. Uh, that mental toughness, that resiliency is so important uh, as it relates to living in a, a world like we do today. And then, of course, Ken Ivory just joined us, uh, who is stepping down from the Utah State Legislature, but will continue to be a voice for federalism, uh, states' rights moving forward. So we'll continue to watch that as well. Wanted to wrap up today with a, a principle. We always talk about principles on this program. And so often we're looking for the the big solution, the the magic bullet, the super duper, you know, weight loss thing that's going to you know turn you into the perfect uh, physique in 21 days or less. Uh, we're always looking for that big instant thing, uh, but that's just not how it rolls. And so, I wanted to share today as we wrap up uh, this extended edition of Inside Sources. I wanted to talk about a, a principle that I learned uh, a long time ago. Learned in Japan. Uh, nearly 35 years ago, and uh, I was a, a missionary there, and and like many, we we taught English class. And when we uh, first moved into the city of Kobe, we were going around the neighborhoods there, passing out little flyers, letting people know we were teaching free English class and where and times and so on. And never forget, uh, one morning we were out doing that. We came to a home. We knocked on the door, and nobody answered. And of course, in many places in Japan, you, you can still do the old tradition that if someone doesn't answer their door, you can go ahead and slide it open yourself and see if anybody's really inside. And so I did that. I, I slid this little wooden door open. I yelled inside and I immediately heard some rustling noises back at the back of the house. And a couple of moments later, a second sliding door came open and there standing in front of me was this very old man. And I could tell he'd been sleeping. His hair was all a mess. He was kind of shielding his eyes from the bright sunlight. And, uh, of course, he was completely shocked to see a couple of Americans standing in his doorway. But for some reason, he immediately invited us to come in and sit down. So we took our shoes off in the entranceway, went in, knelt down on the rice mats around the little table. We started to chat. And he asked me, you know, what I did back in America and I said, you know, I'm interested in human development and peak performance and organizations and effectiveness and the success and so on. And man, his eyes lit up. And so we started to talk and we solved all the world's problems in a single afternoon. <laughs> we probably uh, spent way too much time, but we talked about everything. We talked about success and failure and happiness and peace of mind, uh, all those different things. Uh, and this guy was just amazing. His name was Mr. Yamaguchi. And he was 94 years old. Brilliant, brilliant guy. And so we talked for far too long, I'm sure. Uh, but finally, it was time for us to leave. And I'll never forget, I was putting my shoes on in the entranceway, getting ready to leave the house, and Mr. Yamaguchi stopped me. And he said, Boyd, you know, all these principles we've talked about today are true, and they're good. And if a person will actually apply these principles, they'll be successful and happy and have peace of mind and all those other things. He said, but there's one more principle that you have to understand. He says, I want you to make me a promise that you will remember this principle and never forget it. And so I'm going to invite all of our listeners, including Jeff Kaplan, to make the promise that you will remember this principle and never forget it. You with me on this, Jeff? 
Honestly, when you said Mr. Yamaguchi, I was thinking wax on, walks, the karate kid. and it, It's almost that. It, it took it's me a moment. That. I had to get there. So here's what Mr. Yamaguchi said. He said, Zo to you no wa kamude wa nai kero, mushi to you no wa kamude aro. Jeff Kaplan is speechless for the first time in history. <laughs> Dude, on that, you just drop the mic, I drop the mic and walk out and of leave. the room. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> now, well, interesting, Mr. Yamaguchi dropped the mic. He closed the door behind me. So I'm walking down the street translating it between English and Japanese trying to figure out what in the world did he just say. And this is what he said. Elephants don't bite, but fleas do. Elephants don't bite, but fleas do. It's a true principle. It's true that the big things in life tend to take care of themselves. But often it's what we do with those little things that either holds us back or really propels us forward to the accomplishment of a goal or an objective. Uh, Think of the Olympic Games. In the Olympics, it always comes down to fraction of a point, hundredth of a second, width of a bike tire, length of a skate that usually makes the difference between being the gold medal champion and someone who just participated. And the same thing is true as we talk about all the different challenges that we face in our families, in our communities, in our state, and in our nation. It comes down to a host of little things. The big things usually take care of themselves, but it's those little things. It's the fleas. The elephants, we'll, we'll, get, we'll take care of the elephants. They're not a problem. But we got to take care of the fleas day in and day out. And most of those start in our families and in our communities. And we got to stop looking to Washington, the big elephant, uh, not Republican elephant, just big fat elephant, uh, as the source to all the solutions. It's the little things. And those little things start in our homes. And they start in the conversations we've been talking about today. Uh, conversations I hope you're having with your kids as they come home from the first day of school uh, because there's still uh, a lot they need to process, they need to work through. If you missed our session uh, today, our segment with Jenny Howe on resiliency in our young people as they go back to school, make sure you pick up the podcast on KSL News Radio. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us on a Monday. This is Boyd Matheson. I am the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on the extended edition of Inside Sources. And as always, as you head out into the world today, make sure that you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and yes, Jeff Kaplan, do something that makes a difference. Have a great day. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.